Happy Friday, everybody. Hi, I'm back. We're back. <laughs> what is it? The Here's Johnny. I don't see. I've never seen The Shining, so I couldn't know that one. But you I'm know not it. good with that one. I know. I mean, I know. I know. Here's 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 Johnny, but I don't know the. I haven't never one of the few movies I've never seen. Really? No. Can't explain that one to you. I know. But, Classic one there. It took me a while to get that. It carried uh, a lot of the uh, Steve, Pet Cemetery, a lot of the Stephen Kings that don't aren't like I like Stephen King intelligent stuff. Just Stephen King horror for the sake of horror is like, nah, don't thank you. I will admit, like, as much as I'm a dog person, Cujo was not my jam. Yeah. <laughs> None of those are my big jams, but I mean, like, the stand where it's really thought about thinking about how makes we, your brain process how we things. respond as a society to stuff like i've read that book i think three or four times and probably watched know. the series back and forth in different times so okay yeah so it all varies depend on but but we're not here to but, talk movies i know i was like wait a minute this once again a welcome episode. to the rich crest cinemas movie hour um yeah so the- <laughs> There we go. Earlier this week, I chatted on uh, Wednesday on City Talk with Carrie. She was surprised with um, my knowledge of local filming. Oh, filming projects. Mm-hmm. So did a, she did a nice job of really highlighting the blockbusters inside the Welcome Center, and and it, it's. I'm excited to go see the interactive experiences. Yeah, there's the uh, California Welcome Center. There was a huge amount of work put into it. I think it can be a great resource to the community, especially over time. Mm-hmm. And we have to just always remember it's long term planning. Long term. Yeah. Long term. Speaking of long term, I feel like 2021 was not very long. I, now it, that we're here at our final episode, of we're 19 TV months Live. into COVID. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the whole world feels long and just in different ways. Mm-hmm. While also feeling like nothing seems to change because it just accelerates. Yeah. When yeah. I was looking this over, I was like, this is our last episode of this year. Yeah, because we're going dark for December, and yes. this is, you know, kind of the recap of 2021. I'll be back with the, uh, I'll probably have the other hat on in January just to recap, you know, everything's happened in the mm-hmm. the, the the last year. But uh, for Desert Valleys, it's went very, very fast, and we've knocked out, you know, probably about 70% of what we, we kind of really put our heads around for the beginning of the year. One of them, you know, one of the big ones, you know, that we didn't get it pulled off this year. That's a bummer. Um, but it's going to be here early next year. And that's the EV, you know, uh, yes, solar. Yeah. So we have a solar project that, uh, whoa, 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 before we get into like far, my whoa, solar whoa, project, whoa, 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 we have to do a get to know you question. Oh, gosh. Okay. Because what, what, not everybody knows you. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, that's stuffing without a question. Cause I, because I cook the bird. Okay. I, cook, I make the stuffing. I make it the same way my mom taught me to make it. And and I learned that, that you don't ruin Thanksgiving by trying to make bacon and pear stuffing. Yeah, it failed miserably. <laughs> I don't know um, if I want to know. I, you don't want to know. Okay. I, I, I've experimented with a couple different stuffings, and then I, I remind myself to go mm. back. And and uh, the shout-out to my wife would be Bell's Seasoning. It's a New England seasoning. It's called Bell's. My mother-in-law... You know, Sharon's first, I think, or second Thanksgiving when we were together. She says, I can't live without it. And I think my mother-in-law sent me huh. 20 boxes of Bell seasoning that I'm still going to. It'll take me a lifetime to get through. But, You'll be passing that on to your children. But if I don't make it with <laughs> Bell's, my wife calls me on it. And if I don't make it the way she likes it, then I get called on it. So We were just talking about um, my husband found a recipe to make stuffing waffles for the bread of your leftover sandwiches. Mm, okay. so I'm gonna attempt to find a waffle maker this year. Well, and well, that sounds interesting. But yeah, 
I'll let you know. I never, I never even made cranberry sauce before. My wife taught me how to, and then, uh, but she doesn't do anything else. Just her, that's her one <laughs> dish is cranberry sauce, and so. Let me tell you, as long as it doesn't come out of the can and she just slices it. No, we cook. We you, you, we actually make a boil, boil it from from yes. the uh, from the berries and historically been. And all the likes. people out there watching can judge me, but that whole can jelly thing. No. You mean if no. it if it sits on a table and wiggles it and it somehow yeah. bothers you? Got it. That's just not okay. Okay. I've so never... you're not big on jello molds either. No. <laughs> no. I am not a fruit salad person and I expect a fruit salad to be fruit, not like cubes Ambrosia and jello uh, and, and like jello, yeah. Bunt cake mix thing. And I should actually learn how to make pistachio fluff. That was something my mom used to teach me. I learned how to cook from my mom. So, I mean, I always go back to her dishes. Maybe we'll do an episode, like, on site next time. Like, we're on site right now, but out in the kitchen and actually have a cooking episode. That would be interesting. I'm, go get stuff from, like, I mean, it would, be, it would be a live motion camera. But, but on to actual <laughs> things other than food. Because, obviously, it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And, and uh, yeah. It's also Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, all everything else that's going on. Yeah. For everyone who doesn't know that, come visit our ATMs. You can. Yeah, something went crazy with them. I don't know how it got mixed up, but we mixed up some 50s and for 20s. And, you know, if you guys find them, you know, surprise and happy, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, we've done that program now every year for the last uh, four years, I think. It's fun and goofy. Um, it's just another part of what Desert Valleys is. Desert Valleys is, is fun and goofy, and we do. You know, I, I always say you have a way of, of addressing things, right? Mm-hmm. So you can look at the world and you can say, okay, well, I'm going to make sure to give you an extra, you know, 0.05 in dividend rate or something like that. Or I can make a really unique one-time experience. And that's, uh, it relates to why I love Save to Win so much. Right. And so making unique experiences is so much more valuable over the long run in terms of just educating people about what services are out there, what we can do, how we can deliver them. And uh, so it's Thanksgiving way. It's uh, it'll be here until the December third. Yep. The Friday, the first Friday of December. Yep. So try and score some extra dough. <laughs> try to. <laughs> and if you're surprised and you don't understand, walk on in. We'll explain it. It's not the send ATM us an that's send us an Insta message or, yep. or a PM or something. If you're really confused, we'll explain it. But uh, <laughs> and you mentioned Save to Win. We had. We had a couple n- big numbers come and save. So I know we. Had, so I don't know if we had. We talked about the previous one, the first one that Mertz had, or, or I don't know. Mm, we might have. I can't remember, but we've had the same. The same members won uh, five hundred dollars twice this year on Save to Win, which is pretty much unprecedented. I mean, in a lot of ways. Um, but more importantly, it really highlights what's so wonderful about that program and why. You know, if you if you are actively trying to find a way to save money. And have fun with and have savings. fun with it. Yeah, this is the program for you. It's a, it it does so much. I've got uh, members that I've worked with for years. I mean, years and years. And, and I and it's only twenty five dollars to open the Save to Win. Yeah, and all, all I did was uh, I've had members that I they said, you know, why am I doing this? And I said, well, okay, so you got five six thousand dollars that you've saved up in your savings account, but mm-hmm. but you're not using it. I said, so put two hundred fifty dollars every month into the Save to Win. And you're entering ten times every t- every month for a chance to win something. To win and, cash and to win prizes cash. back. <laughs> and I said, if you win one prize, you get back probably ten times the return that you would mm-hmm. have done anything else. And more importantly, is you start to build a habit where, well, I really want to keep five thousand in my savings. Okay, so you save a little bit more, and then you save a little bit more, and then 
Who you're knows if along around. that way yeah. you get a bonus that you right. weren't expecting in there. Or you set it up for $125 a paycheck to come out. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you're going to turn around and you got six grand, you know, uh, let's see, uh, you get uh, three grand put aside by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, so there's so many cool things about it. And, and we've had, uh, we had, uh, we have about two winners a month and then the quarterly sometimes more. And then we draw prizes from the credit union side. So, I mean, yeah. I can't say enough for Save to Win. And, and to see somebody, to see one of our members win $500 twice, it's that's $1,000 that, that's in their pocket crazy. for saving money. The money Can't you're going to be saving anyways. Yeah. So. Can't beat that program. I mean, I've been doing 52-week challenge, and I'm like, if only I could win a prize on that. Well, the advantage of 52-week <laughs> challenge is that it, that it really, if you do it a couple times, it forces discipline. Mm-hmm. It, it, it teaches a discipline that's, that gets tricky at a certain point. At um, this point in time in the year? It's very tricky. <laughs> and you get a... Um, what is in terms of market dividend, you know, there's nobody out there with a basic share rate that that's anywhere close to it, but it's that's fun. the whole point of it. Is but it's, it's fun. Yeah. So. It's a, it's, if you can teach and have fun at the same time, it's, it's the best kind of combination of products. And I think that's the easiest way for most in society to learn and teach and yeah, it, retain. It, you know, we could talk for hours on financial literacy and how we're failing the younger generation understanding how to manage money because um, mm-hmm. as long as the car, I mean, here's, here's, a, here's an old adage. Do you remember that as long as they have, as long as I have checks in my checkbook, I must have enough money? Because I, 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 I've heard that one. I mean, maybe I'm showing my age. But the, the corresponding one for... I was going to say, I don't even know if I have a checkbook. Yeah, the corresponding one for the next generation is that as long as it's approved, then I must have had the money. Mm. And that just yep. leads to a spiral of, of some challenges because that's Well, the swipe when, wasn't declined, so I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> well, the problem is that you might be fine, but you also haven't gotten your payroll in yet. Or mm-hmm. your... your uh, Power bill didn't get deducted today because they were closed and it's getting deducted tomorrow. tomorrow. Or there's just a lot of assumptions made in in, in or relying in, on like overdraft as a Edward, yeah of short course. term. And that's why I say is there's there's rates. a lot that happens in the um, the generations that are very different that that financial literacy becomes an absolute key to long term youth is it's a key. Well, that's one thing that we can look forward to for next year, at least, is... We're hoping to get Bite back. We're hoping to have have a big announcement with Bite, you know, hopefully sometime, you know, in January that Mm -hmm. we can... But we are working on Bite. It's being worked on right now. Um, We definitely want to see it back. We're hoping to see it back uh, better. You Mm -hmm. know, um, I'm not going to use those three words together, the build back. uh, No, please don't. Yeah. So... I am excited to do do it in person, though. Yeah, we're well, yeah, the, the in person and, and, and um, a lot of lessons that um, lessons that have been learned and doors that have been opened, which is which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't realize, bite of reality, we've been doing it since 2014, and we've done it for no other purpose than to try and educate a group and generation of of teenagers, right, to understand just some basic money management um, skills. It's one of the, the most dangerous skills not to have. And, and it's one of those things like on social media, you see the meme of not taught in school what they need to mm-hmm. teach in school. Well, there's an opportunity here. Uh, yeah. Financial <laughs> literacy is absolutely one of those. And it's a basic, I mean, we have, we've had employees that we, that join us and, and, and even there's, there's skill sets that, that weren't there mm-hmm. because they weren't embedded at an age. Right. Yeah. So, I have a 10 year old. I already see that he's, 
I mean, <laughs> he's got his bank account. He's got his goal in mind. But how he gets there and what he has to do to get there, the rest is all blur. My four-year-old thinks every $4 in his piggy bank means he gets to go buy a new toy. That's so. roughly where my children are, too, unfortunately. <laughs> so recapping this year, we had a lot actually accomplished. We did. It's, it, uh, every year is a little bit different. See, this is, where, this is where it gets fun for me. People will perceive how much was done by what their impact on them was. Okay. And then they'll also be, they'll also perceive how much was done by what they visually can see, taste, touch. Tangible. Tangibles. So mm-hmm. there's always going to be those two. So like in 2016, when we did repave the, the parking lot and did the carpeting and did all people, or was it? No, that was the beginning of uh, 18. Sorry. Okay. Um, they said, oh yeah, look, you did all this stuff, right? But in the grand scheme of things, we did more in <coughs> this year to AC and energy and IT. things that be and IT that, that nobody has any visualization of whatsoever. So they're like, oh, a, okay. <laughs> it's been a big behind the scenes type of year. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought the EV charger and the solar would kind of show that more out there. It's still coming. We're tangible. just waiting. <coughs> yeah, to I get mean, through the holidays. Um, and we we could say supply shortage, um, and that would be a sufficient know. conversation. Yeah. Um, that that should solve all uh, pending questions as to delays. Uh, I could also talk about um, uh, planning processes and permitting and shorts and and a bunch of other those things. It's um, a melting pot. It's of a melting all pot of challenges. Things. So, working on it. Hopefully we get it done in the first quarter. That certainly would make mm-hmm. us all happy. Um, but like little things, like we did um, energy controls across the building. Nobody would have any idea that we did no. this. And, and I mean, just that is, I mean, a three, $4,000 a year savings for the credit union. Um, that lets us turn around and invest in the other things that we yeah. want to do. Um, we did upgrades to the tax and fraud channels. We did upgrades to... Um, we're working on right now. Um, we're working on another upgrade to the mobile application. We're working on another upgrade to the home banking application. We're coincides on, with the launch of the website. Yeah, we got the all, new ATMs. Yeah, these are all little. They're all sometimes they're just not. They're surface level. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, people say, "Well, why did you get new ATMs?" Well, I mean, one of those units that we replaced was going on 14 years old. I mean, oh. and that was because it was when we first moved in, manufactured almost 15 years. Um, and they go, well, this is this new machine that doesn't do this and it doesn't do that. And it's got this challenge and, and yeah, but that's cause we're working on the bugs right now. And then you hopefully have 14 years of, of steady service. It's that comfort level of, I like doing it this yeah. way. This is how it's always been done. Right. Why'd you change it? But equipment does wear out. And, mm-hmm. um, on top of that, our heat, our wind, our, you know, there's natural environments for exterior based, you know, Units we see it on the, uh, we're seeing it on the back on the top of the truck. Oh um, yeah, on the mobile branch and you know the mobile branch was doing great for for three four years, and uh, this was the first year where we saw some uh, of the wrap starting to burn and mm-hmm. so yeah so there's always this kind of little detail stuff but I would call this a behind the scenes type of year. This has been a big behind the scenes type of year. It was still nice to get out and do things. Speaking of the truck <coughs> getting out the last couple months. Out in the community again. Oh, yeah. And I, when I say behind the scenes, I don't mean like to the community side. I mean no. in terms of what actually 
we made improvements for the membership and for the staff moving forward. That's the pieces that they wouldn't see, like the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of our community outreach, I mean, since, I mean, I can argue since, you know, we got into the beginning of summer, um, we've been in, we've been in a a steady escalating go mode leading into our holiday season when, you know, we are everywhere, uh, you know, the Desert Empire Fair was another spectacular. I mean, first off, it was a great event. It felt normal. It really felt normal. You know, being able to be out there for Demo Derby, being able to be mm-hmm. out there for um, to provide the ATM, to provide the mobile branch. Um, I saw many of you um, while, <laughs> while I was parking cars. Um, but the bottom line is we are able to start getting it out more and more and more and and. and I guess the best message to the membership is we want to be out more, but we're going to do it in a measured pace that doesn't leave our, our, our members um, at the mercy of uh, the lines, right at the mercy of communication at the mercy of the things that really have been the bread and butter for, for desert valleys, which is you want to be able to be there for them a hundred percent. Yeah. I I would hate the idea of a member having to sit in a line that stretches outside the door waiting to get in. Um, to to make a basic deposit or make a basic withdrawal or to need any type of service at the Credit Union. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's another place we grew. The staff grew. A lot of people oh, don't, yeah. don't realize the staff has, you know, grown. Um, you know, we, we brought Amanda on. We brought Taylor on. We brought Faith on. Um, Bridget. Bridget. Was last year? Yeah, just last at yeah. the end of last year, mm-hmm. right about the same time as you. I mean, I mean, and you may not have noticed those things during fall, but you notice them during the year. You know, as as a lot of uh, some people reaching their years and their their service levels. Uh, congratulations to uh, Dana Griffin who uh, yeah. reaches her reached her fifteenth year seniority. And since this is Friday, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and say goodbye on on a on a. On a DV live to uh, somebody who's been part of our organization for a long time, which is uh, Lorena Revelis, is uh, her last day will yes. be on Friday on the day that's coming Today. out, and uh, you know she's been a part of our organization for a long time. She introduced me to understanding what why having the Spanish speaking was so important on our staff, why some of those 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 elements to what needs to be an that entire community personal touch that yeah. extra personal and, uh, touch. She she's she's. Happy trails, Raina. Best wishes. Uh, jump back in, listen to us, but um, we wish her the very best. And that's I'm gonna that's really evolution miss too. just hearing her, just always hearing her laugh and everything. It's been it's been uh, a lot of years with Lorena, so so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say my best wishes and and you know I, and those are the people that built this credit union. People don't give them that much credit, but you mm-hmm. know with you. Um, so here's a here's a here's a story. As Amanda, uh, we had her sit in. We do strategic planning. We do this every year, and and she got to sit in over the last weekend when we did it. And it's really interesting when you do a look backwards and a look forwards, which you yes. got a chance to experience, um, to understand just how much has been built um, over the past, you know, even decade of Desert Valleys. And how, it was and, amazing to see how much growth mm-hmm. has happened, like yeah. beyond numbers, because. We all know I'm not the numbers person. Just growth. But just growth in general, it was all around. Yeah. And and that's why I always say is those people, uh, Robert, Lorena, Cindy Llewellyn, Dana, um, Tanya Lavareta, I could go on and on the list. And then 
the next gens, the, the Alex's and the Adrian's and that, mm-hmm. um, they've been hugely uh, relevant in, in making what desert valleys is. And so Lorena, we wish you the very, very best, nothing but happiness. And, uh, wherever you land, good luck. We understand. And, uh, California drove out another one. Oh, <laughs> good old California. Sorry, gotta say it. I, yeah, I, I, those two ha- hats mix up sometimes, but since right now I'm just a Desert Valley sad, I can I can speak as a CEO <laughs> and say thank you, California, for continuing to make it extraordinarily difficult to find and retain great employees and great staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing a bang up job of it. Go Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a tangent, but it was one of my tangents I had to have, so. You do you. So, but speaking of California and doing its thing, let's go ahead and just switch over to PPP. (laughs) I mean, I mean, PPP, I mean, um, so if you're, anybody that's out there still has a PPP loan, we're we're still working through the forgivenesses. It's Mm -hmm. not hard. Um, They made the program so much more streamlined this time comparatively. here, if you have questions, snacks, hang-ups, anything. Pick up the phone, ask us, Mm -hmm. you know, anything that you need. Um, we're here and ready to serve the process. I think we're about halfway through or getting close to halfway through, you know, the forgiveness. I think it was a great resource that people have said that we provided to the community, which I mean, I don't want to sound like we're tooting our own horn, but it's nice to be able to be back to this normal and still have these businesses that I grew up with. The the hard part is to go to. This is where it's so hard for, for the perceptions is see like, for me, as as the CEO and as a manager, um, you're talking about the good that we did by doing PPP, which is mm-hmm. absolute and no question. Mm-hmm. And I'm already past the the issuance, and I'm already into the forgiveness and yep. trying to trying to move move to the next phase. Yeah, and it's just natural. I, you, you're absolutely right. PPP two was 2021. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have naturally put it into 2021 off the top of my head instantly. Yeah. Um, but you know, the bottom line is we're, we continued that commitment. We started in 20 with PPP one. Mm-hmm. We followed through with it with PPP two. I think that there's um, a laundry list of businesses that I can point to and say, why no, we had a big role. Um, uh, if you watch DV uh, live uh, city talk on Wednesday, you will, there's another one where, yep. We had a big role, um, and that's what matters. Is is it matters about investing in the community, building the community, and making Ridgecrest ultimately as, as strong a community as we can. Well, and that contributes to the growth as well. Like the last ten years in strategic planning, when I saw mm-hmm. the growth, um, Ridgecrest is obviously growing. You drive down China Lake, you see it's buildings changing. popping up. I don't know that it's growing in the number of bodies. It's but it's changing. Our it, demographics are maturing? shifting. No, we're, 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 I think we're, 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 um, I, I mean, this is not the other hat talking. This is just natural observational mm-hmm. is, um, you can watch organizations changes that age, their average demographic age changes. Okay. So if you imagine an organization where the average demographic age is, is let's say 60 plus. Okay. okay. You're going to find normally in that type of organization, much uh, higher resistance to change, much higher um, uh, attitudes towards technology. Don't reinvent you, you, the wheel. Yeah, there's just you, there's just natural uh, evolutionary and, and and generational habits that become part of that. Right. That doesn't mean everyone. I'm not trying to pick. I'm saying if you took an average of everyone in the organization, you had an average. 
My grand is out there watching. I know you know your iPhone. Right. And then as <laughs> the age of an organization or of a group or some member class, in this case, you could say even Desert Valley. So Desert Valley says an average age of about 38, mm-hmm. which is indicative of our attitude, playful, doing things, advancing in technology, trying to make things right. easier, looking at things not just traditionally, but maybe the save to wins and... How do we offer a product and how do we, you know, why, why do we offer a reel? While alongside offering those traditional right. IRAs, right. the savings, yeah. different things like that. So that you just kind of can place that and you can look at the average demographic age. Well, I think what's happening on our community side is that the average demographic age for the community as a whole, and I don't have anything to back this up <laughs> other than I could, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put a buck on the person that wants to jump on the comments and tell me I'm wrong on <laughs> Give me your account number. I'll take care of you. Is I think that the census data will show that the average demographic age for the community as a whole mm-hmm. is slowly beginning to drop. Okay. And what that is is that's what they call natural wealth transfer, which is when you have individuals that own their home, they have built up a, a redundancy of wealth, and the children or the the living um, heirs mm-hmm. are not tied to that community or tied to that that infrastructure and the money leaves from that infrastructure and community. And then what, so the, that money goes out this way and then immediately coming back in is the person who bought the house. Okay. Because they're going to have bought it typically creating indebtedness for themselves in order to provide the cash out that the exiting party is taking in terms of, or wealth. can I just get myself in trouble here and say they exited out of California? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, and, and I mean, and, and that's what I was going to say is, you have that occurring, and then you have um, in uh, more conservative areas of the state, you see propensity towards that, and you actually see an equal propensity in some of those areas to shift based on cost of living. Mm-hmm. So I, we're getting deeper into city talking. I'm not trying to, but I'm saying this is all. I'll rain back here in a second. Yeah, it, this <laughs> is all relative to how. Desert Valleys is strategically looking at what our community demographics are, and we've seen it. I mean, if you went to the July 4th event, or July 3rd. 3rd. Yeah. Firework event. Firework event. The fireworks at the fairgrounds. Which, by the way, you know, kudos to uh, Katie Whitfield, the team of Flight Tap Room, uh, the IWVEDC, Rebecca McCourt, Amanda, um, everyone who got involved with that wine walk, eleven thousand dollars raised for the firework fund for next year, yes. is an incredible amount of money. So in terms of seeding it, mostly Katie um, from Flightline Tap Room, who was on-site organizer, and then the sponsors was Bridgecrest Petrola Festival to help support. Yeah, friends of the fair. But I, I wasn't in town. But I mean, what a what a home run type of. Eleven thousand um, dollars to yeah. kick off next year's yeah. event, and 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 that's you know that's the way we if we're going to get fireworks back next year, this is the type of community stuff that's going to do it. So just kudos to you, kudos to that whole team. Um, I just showed up with wine and stickers, and everyone had a good time. You no, know, you you knew people <laughs> wanted to put stickers on glasses. Um, and, and where I was going with that is, if you're at that event, you definitely saw a de- demographic shift. Mm-hmm. If you were at the fair, you saw the demographic shift. You don't have to have statistics pointed out to you in your eye, it, it, you know, on paper sometimes. Your eyes tell you what you're seeing in terms of demographic shift. If you're looking around, if right. you're aware. If you're if you're paying attention to it, you, you can see it. And um, I think that's good for Desert Valleys because we are um, 
we are a younger forward thinking type of institution. Mm-hmm. We're not, uh, we're willing to challenge and change things. That's, that's built into our DNA almost. And I think it's a institution that listens or takes feedback. Oh, yeah. It's not like, it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to We take you. feedback. We also get creative. We don't mm-hmm. just say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a perfect, perfect example and story that, that ties into, you know, one of the other things we're going to talk about, which is Santa day. Yep. It's coming. It's December 11th. I've been like trying to not just blurt out Santa Day. I mean, no, I mean, I love it. I'm so excited. Um, I mean, we're excited one to have him back. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're excited that the big guy can be here and, and talk to the kids and, and share their stories and, 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 and preserve that magic. Cause I mean, there are, I have a, I have a, like I said, I got a two and a quarter year old baby girl who I understand last year, she wouldn't have known what Santa was. It wouldn't have made a change, but this year her eyes are open. Her, her heart is open. My four-year-old's heart is open. You don't miss those opportunities. And and God forbid we continue to let uh, COVID dictate how we're going to live lives. We can be safe. We can be respectful. We can be honest with each other. We can, Mm -hmm. we can, we can respect each other, but I'm thrilled to have Santa day back. And the story I was going to go with is we already got contacted by a family and the family has a daughter who has leukemia. And, you know, under the circumstances, especially what we've all went through over the last, you know, 20 months or whatever yeah. ridiculous amount of time it's been, um, it's it's the sensitivity. Right. It's, okay, I understand what you're going through. And I, you know what? I understand what you need. Let me see what we can come up with to find a creative solution to try and try and offer it to you. But it's a total difference between that person who calls now a month in advance and says, Hey, I really want to bring my daughter. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you doing this. What can you do to accommodate? And I, I got to be brutally honest, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. And the person that shows up on the day of and says, "I can't do this because you have too many people," and if you if you have a problem or a concern, reach out. Reach out. Show show mutual respect. You'd be yeah. shocked what might happen. We're we're and that's what I think is kind of cool. It's, if we can hold on to that that little, if you can think outside of the box, we're willing to think outside yeah. of the box. Yeah, uh, can, that's where this we can whole show you came from. Surprise, yeah, that's where the studio came from. <laughs> I, I, another funny story. So you guys can't see the whole studio because you just see this side of it. But I have a very dear friend who we uh, came and did the strategic plan, Adam, mm-hmm. and uh, he had been here about ten years ago, and and we walked him through the property, and we're talking about this changed and that had changed and this had changed and. I saved this room for last and I opened it up and there's microphones and cameras and TVs. And he's like, is there anything that you don't just build on a whim? And I said, wait till next year. I'll figure out something else. There's going to be something. There's always going to be something. And it's just exciting to see how we're changing. Obviously he didn't see pictures of winter wonderland. He did not hear about winter wonderland. And, 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 you know, um, winter wonderland was, you know, that, that's just, doing what we think's right. And sometimes, sometimes we do great. And it was adapting and sometimes it blows up in our face and, and, and you I'm know, glad nothing blew up last year. No, something just blew down or blew over or blew, blew up or, <laughs> well, we, I actually, you know what blew up? COVID blew up on us. Oh yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ba-dum, bum, bum. There you go. Just for oh, you, sir. No tapping. I, yeah, I had to do it at least <laughs> once and I made sure I did it with the ring on top of that. <laughs> But no, Santa that, Day. that forces the sound editors to do a little more extra work later. So look at him over here. Getting my value. Um, side eye. <laughs> no, but Santa Day, I'm excited. Um, Saturday, December 11th. December 11th. After the Elks Parade. 10 to 2 will be here. 10 to 2. Um, Marines will be on site for Toys for Top drop off. 
to help local youth. Yep. Um, we'll have packed on site doing child IDs. Yep. And our employee foundation will be giving out books. Yep. Very similar to if you've been to a Santa Day before. I was going to say, um, if, if you're catching on and been here before. It's not going to change a lot. Nope. Um, the photos will be a little bit different this year. Not not dramatically different because uh, Santa's art shop or elf elf studio might be in, in use. And we have to make some arrangements. But um, <laughs> outside of that, I think it's going to be largely the same thing. And, and again, reiterating, we'll provide you a free photo if you're a member. Mail to your home. Mm-hmm. Preserve your children's memory. Preserve that moment. And we'll do is everything possible to make it as special for you and for your children that day. We're going to have uh, characters out. We're going to do a little more, you know, things um, as best as we can. Um, and, and we're going to be respectful of everybody. And we'll be respectful. Yeah. It, it, we'll do the best that we can in the circumstance to make everyone try to feel comfortable and try to try to feel um, happy with the process. And, you know, if we bounce, uh, if we if we hit a bump, we'll move past it and move on. But we're excited to bring it back. And and Santa Day is is part of our DNA. I mean, the, mm-hmm. this entire holiday season is in this is. credit union's DNA. I mean, if you're here today, this Friday, we already have the Christmas Village. And, and, and we and have the Christmas Village is, Christmas is over growing. 100 square feet now. So we did the math yesterday. It's now exceeded 100 square feet in terms of the total village size. And... Uh, and what did it originally ideas. start as? A little oh, trivia question. Uh, less than the size of this table. Really? Half this table. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe the whole table, if I mean, but no, not more than maybe yeah, half, three quarters of this table. I mean, it was it was a it was a, a village set that Robert had that he just you know, he his kids had grown uh, his kids had grown out of it and he's he had it in storage in his garage and it was this is just taking up room here. Would the credit union feel okay if we put a village up in the lobby? And I said, okay. sure, why not? And then the first year, they, you know, people said, you know, we like that you do these things. And this is before we had, this is before we were even in this property. Before we oh, moved so this to, was on yeah, the balsam yeah, this property. Was on balsam. And, you know, so we didn't have the trees and the lights and, and all oh. that. The village is the oldest original piece. And um, so we did, we did, I think it was, I think it was Christmas of 15 because I don't think I did anything Christmas of 14. Um, that was my first year here and I, was, I wasn't going to, I mean, that was just learning where to rock the boat and not to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Robert came to me in 15 did that. Yeah, but it may have been 15, 16, might have been 16. And, and then the year at the end of the Christmas season, Peggy Breeden, God bless her soul, and and uh, brought us another piece to add to it and it's the little fiber optic mm. fountain. Okay. And then... We found a couple more pieces, and then the year after that, somebody brought us another piece. And, I mean, I was kidding telling Robert that, you know, <laughs> I was up in the attic, and I found a box, which is just everything that I bought him right immediately after Christmas last year. Okay. And it was, like, seven more houses. And he's like, ah, you know, you could actually see him cringing. <laughs> what um, am I going to do with what this? What am I supposed to do with this? Yep. Um, yeah. He's got two trains this year, 100 square feet. He's got a tunnel. And he's the traditions passed of, on. Yeah, he's got, and then the, wow, the well, second village. Wait, Adrian's mm-hmm. doing a second village. It's, you know, I, and and I and I go back to exactly why we'll have kids come in and just stare at it. Yeah, and it's just cool. And the kids fa- see the fun, and they they know what it means to enjoy the holiday season, to experience it. You know, from. 
the trees, the lights of the village to... It reminds me of, and this is going to totally show that I'm a local, when we had Texas Cattle Company here, and they used to have this train that would go around the top uh-huh. um, of old Casa, like, or Casa now, but yeah, they had this train. Yep. And you just remember that. You just remember a little detail. And, and the things that, that connect you to, you know, we lose a lot of connections. The, 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 these damn things are are, are, are mm-hmm. dreadful for, for, you know, making personal connections. Mm-hmm. And... You know, this is the type of thing where this is our brand. This is our culture. This is who we are. You know, we get into Christmas. We have a lot of fun with it. And we, this year we're starting early because we've got, you know. Oh, yeah. We've got a secret project that we're working on that we want to <laughs> to deliver. And, and we're not going to talk about the secret no, project. No, I was like, we're just going to leave it there. There's a secret project. But in December, if you're itching for somewhere that feels like Christmas and you want that Christmas yep. spirit or to get into it, just pop on by, say hi. Yep. Yeah, and and it'll be it. I think it'll be even more places this year, um, because of TVs. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be even more in the branch a little bit more this year, and yeah. and that's because we we added digital displays this year. Right. Uh, that's here. There's there you go. There's that's a perfect <laughs> example of something goofy that's put in place. But what it lets us do is we can still be advising you about products and services of the credit union, but we can have. Christmas movies running all day too, if we want. That was one or thing. Or music, or I think it was Halloween. I had Halloween movies yep. on, and people were like, "Never in my life have I been to," and they used the B word. Yeah. Never in my life have I been to a bank that plays movies. And and that's and I was like, "Oh, we're not a bank. We're a credit union. That's the whole oh. point. We 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 want it to be that type of environment." Mm-hmm. And some people love it. Yeah. Other people are like, "No, oh, okay, that's fine. It's cool." This is, we're just, this is who we are. Yep. And, and holidays is just that times a hundred. I mean, at least it feels like that way for me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, I mean, I'm, I'm the one guy that has a Christmas tree up 365. So, yeah. I mean, I have a Christmas tree in my office, 365. That's part that of very my true. DNA. Very um, true. You know, my kids, uh, my kids know Christmas time is fun time. That's, it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a time of reflection and memories and. My son knows that on Halloween, you know, we finish out the season by watching Hocus Pocus again for probably the 33rd time that month. Until next year when you'll watch it, when you'll watch Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus 2, I know. I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm a little scared. Hocus Pocus 2, grab for cash. At least it's only, hey, at least it's <laughs> literally the original girl. It is the original girl, so. But then, you know, the very next day I turn around and it's Elf. Another movie I've never seen. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, never. I get roasted so much about Hocus Pocus, and you Hocus never Pocus and Elf seen it both. Both. Oh my goodness. I have, I mean I'm a creature of some bad habits, so that I haven't just seen things. But I mean, next week, next Thursday, I mean I start my Christmas movies, and I my I mean vacation will be on every weekend for the next. You know what's five hard weeks. for me to find is the original claymation Rudolph. The I want to be a oh, dentist. I have, I have, yeah, the, the 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 old school Rudolph. Yeah, yeah Rudolph and uh, God, I, I I mean I have it. I I mean I, talk, I talk to me after the program and I'll be happy to. Provide I was gonna say you now some, we're getting all like holiday um, um, not, the, tangent yeah, again. Yeah, tangent again. <laughs> but but uh, I might have that available to be uh, um, replicated. Hey. Uh, yeah. But no, that's like one of the things that I really enjoy about here. Everyone has already started seeing, so behind the scenes again, oh, what yeah. we're doing. 
And they're like, Christmas is here already. And I was like, Christmas is here already. Yeah. And it's a, it's a weird late Christmas this year because Thanksgiving, but the good thing is Thanksgiving's earlier. It's like the 23rd. And then uh, I think the, the, the Santa's is the Santa's art shops, the fourth, 11th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it falls on a weekend, which is an also a weird, it, 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 it takes away that, that extra weekend holiday. You'd love to see Christmas on a Friday where you can get a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh wait, that's just the city. Um, I was like, I didn't say hmm. that out loud. Did I? Um, so <laughs> here we are rocking the boat, yeah, but we'll be open. Um, <laughs> yep. Except for the Saturday. So I know our holiday schedule upcoming, pay attention. Yeah. Pay I'm, attention to signage, pay, pay attention, attention to signage, pay attention social to social media. Um, the two big holidays, Christmas and New Year's, both fall on weekends this year, so that'll impact Saturday availability mm-hmm. uh, more than anything else. We are open on Black Friday. Um, we'll be here Black Friday. Lobby will close at 2. Uh, lobby's closing at 2, and, and just to be clear, that's because we got a lot of work to do, and it'll be uh, it'll be a holy Christmas decorating. So you'll hear um, us all in here singing and probably yelling and throwing ornaments at each other if you come through the drive-thru that day. Yeah, the drive-thru <laughs> is going to stay open from 2 to 6. It's just going to be the lobby because we need to be on ladders and doing our things. And and uh, we found that if we kind of do it as a group and we knock it out consistently, it's we're going to get more out of it than when we try to do it staggered. So Yeah. Hopefully on Monday when you come in after the after Thanksgiving, You'll have uh, plenty of stuff to enjoy and look at. Yes. Lots of Christmas. We even added more trees this year. It's my personal touch. How's that for crazy? (laughs) If you didn't think we had enough trees, we added. We didn't add any lights, though. More trees. We God forbid we need any more lights. Um, So. uh, Yeah. The winter wonderland made sure that we have lights and extension cords for thy kingdom come. Yes. 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 Hey, maybe, you know, with that supply chain shortage. We had new blow-ups in the lobby this year, though. Yeah. Because the penguin died. Yeah. Mickey and, and Minnie died. Did Mickey and Minnie die, too? I think so. I think the globe died. Really? I didn't think it died. Fun fact, we're talking about blow-ups. Yeah, blow-up. Uh, um, I want to put the Merry Christmas train on the front of the, the building on that side. Skinny. Where we put the Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Where where Jerry makes the Christmas tree light is put the the Merry Christmas train right on the front there. If any of you guys have any suggestions as to what we should do for Christmas, drop them in the comments. Yeah. I'm kind of interested to share see. with us. Let us know what you're thinking. Tell us. Drop us emails. If you, especially if there's something you're like, you know, we'd really love to see this or that. You, you'd be a bit surprised at how we might uh, incorporate. Yeah, or play along too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, whether it be. Um, you know, have a, have a carolers day. You know what? I probably, we might get the supervisory committee board on that. Yeah. I might, I might get like, eh, but we might, you know, also come up with something that's fun. You know, we got local groups that are singers that are do fundraisers and, Mm -hmm. and ways that we can help support them. Um, we're sponsoring, um, and supporting DCOA, um, for their winter concert, which is, uh, also on. Uh, the eleventh. I was gonna say, I think it's the night yeah. of the eleventh. The evening. It's uh, four p.m. on the eleventh. I mean, I mean, there's a great Christmas day if you're looking for one. Uh, the Saturday, December fourth and fifth, Santa's Art Shop. Out at the fair. Local and and hardworking people that that um, use their hands to make their living. Great event to be out. If you're looking for an ornament tradition for oh, your yeah. family oh, God, yes. every year. 
Santa's art shop is the yeah. place to be, and they hand like calligraphy yeah. on there, and, and it's the longest line always. And, and yeah, get there early. Get there early. Go there first, and then get other plan. shopping done. And but then also like I mean uh, they there's always such a great event, and then and the mobile branch will be there, and then the weekend after you have that elk spray. In the morning, followed by our Santa Day, followed by uh, the DCOA concert. Um, so there's lots of things to do around the holiday season in this town. And, and more importantly, is uh, the crate union will be at most of them. Um, and then right about the uh, 18th, 19th of December, where everyone will start to hunker down and slow yeah. down, and we'll, we'll finally get into that mode. But If you see the little roadrunner driving around, honk, wave. Yeah, it's going to be busy. Start caroling at us. <laughs> And, and yeah, perfect example. I mean, when we start pulling out the boxes, we have antlers and noses for our cars, for the Roadrunner and for the, and for the truck. And I remember when I got them, people were like, "Why are you doing that?" I said, "Just because it's fun." <laughs> so again, if you have any ideas, comments, suggestions, we're welcome. We'll we'll, we'll welcome them. Twenty twenty one has been a great year. I can go through all of the fiscal numbers, and I could I could break that down for members in a way. That will put you to sleep. Yeah. Just wait till the annual report next um, year and but, member movie night. But here's the things that I would really tell you is your credit union is healthier, stronger, and continues to become more agile than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. We are just on the verge of getting ready to break 60 million in assets. Um, I always try to put that in context for somebody. How do you, how do you give that perspective? That- yeah. Um, for those of you that know me and know the 17 year, 17 and a half years I've I've been proud to serve this organization as its CEO. Um, I got an eleven million dollar credit when I got here. That was in two thousand and four. So talk about seeing. So growth. we've we've six times that, but just in the last two years we went from forty to sixty. It's just amazing. And um and it's given us an opportunity to really grow expand the credit union, um, bring out new products and services. If you haven't noticed in your statements or on the website, you know, we launched a home equity product on October 1st for our members. Um, we're constantly looking for those ways that we need to improve Mm -hmm. for our members. And we're not going to, we have no plans of stopping that in 22, 23, 24. And I'll tell you, we've got a big mindset towards, how do we make sure that as that demographic age I was talking about changes, right. how do we make sure we remain relevant to the the different demographic ages? Because the expectations that Memphis is going to have 10 years from now and the expectation Garrett's going to have 10 years from now is completely different than the expectations that that even somebody in their early 20s has right now. Right. Um, I'm not intending to embarrass our, our engineer, Paul, but, I mean, I I knew Paul when Paul was... A, a preteen. <laughs> um, Paul's behind the scenes Paul, here. Paul's behind the scenes. But here's a perfect example is, is I know that I can see, have seen how Paul's needs have changed from and, and will change over time. And, and especially as his, as his life grows, mm-hmm. I want to be able to make sure that our products and services can grow with you and take care of you throughout all those stages of life from having a child, getting married. Um, it should be reversed. Hold on. Getting married, like, having a child. Hmm. Sorry, more modern. More, Should there, be. Was, there was a little bit too much of a of a modern uh, societal twist on that one. I, was um, say, I, I, I lump into that societal I, twist. It's I, fine. I know. It's okay. But you got what I'm trying to say is we want to be there for all those stages. And we know that we need to make some technological changes. And, mm-hmm. and there's things that we're looking at that we, we want to make sure we stay on that 
that uh, we're far from the cutting edge and we're far from the bleeding edge. But, you know, I, a children, children's scissors level of edginess. Um, we <laughs> want to make be the decorative changes. children's scissors. Uh, <laughs> that, that would make a mess. But, but the key being is we want to make sure the organization is growing that way. And Desert Valleys has done that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of times you're going to listen to somebody just, you know, spew how much they love their organization. We're great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Um, or spew numbers yeah. and make it sound. Desert Valleys has has developed a unique brand and culture, and it's the greatest thing I can have is when I get I get opportunities, um, and I, I get them still rarely. Um, is I'm standing in line at a grocery store, they pull out the Desert Valleys card, and pay for it, and I get to thank the member. Mm-hmm. I thank you, I appreciate it, and they and they usually give me feedback on what we're doing right or what we're doing wrong, and that's what an organization, a good organization, is always trying to improve itself. They want to hear the good with the bad. Yeah. And so. we take both. Because, mm-hmm. yes, we screw up. Not going to hide it. Done it more than a few times. <laughs> but you acknowledge it. We'll do it again. Did it last year during Winter Wonderland. We're going to try not to this year. We're not. We're going to try not to this year. <laughs> now, making no promises of Winter Wonderland yet either. Oh, We're going to try not. <laughs> but that's kind of fun. We might just have a full whole day. And I really hope that 2022 gets us more and more back to normal. Um, to all of our members out there who have had either an effect from their employer, from their family, from uh, the loss of a loved one, anything that's been COVID related, mm-hmm. um, you're not alone. We all feel it with you. We're all tired and yeah. frustrated and um we're going to try as an organization to make sure we maintain that respect with you. That's our mission. And, uh, and if we do something that you dislike, you know, please feel free to communicate it with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all years, but at the end of the day, we're all just trying to um, manage through what has been Tough. a very interesting period <laughs> of American history and, and likely will go down as such. Yes, that's very eloquently putting it. A very interesting thing. <laughs> For a colorful credit union, we're all about being interesting. So Yes, we're taking it all, adapting with Absolutely. it all. And, and, and let's just say the holidays are here. Yep, and and, and let, me, let me make sure I, I provide a kudos because, you know, when we started DV Live, you know, we had a plan. and We did? One, well, we had a... We had a, we had a we, oh, God, what is the, what is the group line? It, we had 40% of a plan. Oh, I was I, like, I was dropping I the guardian. No, the guardian. I was like, really? Is it, is it, is it, what Star Lord says it says, you, so you have a plan? He says, I, I have forty percent of my plan. plan. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's how the plan that we have is we have forty percent of a plan. Yeah. And um, we threw some spaghetti on the wall. Yeah, and we just say what's steak and 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 what DV Live. We're gonna do another year of it. And we've already we've already planned on on. Uh, Bringing DV live back in 2022. A huge thanks to Raw Media for putting uh, up with us with that. And that's where I was going was was we've had partners in this process with yes. Raw Media, and Amanda who you know get high, got got hired in the next Hey, by the way, you're also going to be doing a, 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 <laughs> a YouTube broadcast. And um, thanks to the guests, thanks to the community leaders that came in. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see many more of you again next year. We're yeah. going to bring in more council members. We're going to bring in more city staff. We're going to bring in and we more of our staff. We're going to bring in feedback of who you want to see on the show. You know, stories, education. Mm-hmm. We'll take it all in because our goal here is to to create something that 
really is unique for a small credit union uh, environment and really unique to Ridgecrest and our community. So, um, again, kudos to Amanda to taking on this role. Thank you to Raw Media uh, as our team. And uh, uh, 2022 can slow down a little bit just as long as there's just let's know babies um, <laughs> and let's let's uh, maybe a wedding. I, I <laughs> who would get married this year? Oh, Taylor. Yeah. I, I always here's what's crazy. You, you realize you want to hear a crazy story is, is if you ever want to understand how my brain works, I did not think about any member of my family getting married or having kids. My first thought was who amongst my staff would be getting married or, or having, having kids. kids, not the other way around. That's as, as crazy as that is. So you care about all of it us. just happens. You like admit that. It, you it's care. Instantly. I love all my staff. I love my team. <laughs> I love this crazy. And that's, that's the reason why I've been here for so long. So, well, thank you for coming on today. Yeah. Wrapping I, I feel up like I didn't year. shut up again. It's okay. I think we both got off on our tangents. What was yours? Holiday, Christmas. Hey, you barely touched it. I know. Because there's so much that we're planning to do. Let's put this way. Amanda gets, hey, what do you think about this idea? Don't add anything more to the list. Hey, what do you think about this idea? <laughs> Don't add anything more to the list. How many Christmas cards? About 90. 200. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh. Here's the real reason we're going dark in December. Amanda's going to be sending out Christmas cards. <laughs> she goes, how many cards do you send? Oh, 90 or so. Okay, we got plenty of stock. You gave me a list with 200 <laughs> names on it. I think I have enough cards. I think. Wait. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's, that's our every day. Send us Christmas cards, guys. We are, we are yeah, actually we, we make a, We actually make a wall of them in the lobby. We'll put, you know, you know the old, mm-hmm. you take a, a ribbon, ribbon and put and it on. Put it on, make a tree. What, what, Send them on over, But guys. it's an old tradition. That's dying, right? The old the Christmas card. Here's why: because I can send you an email Christmas card, Merry Christmas, and it costs me one cent, yeah, yeah, or something like that, compared to spending two bucks on a card, and you know, bad dressing. But there's a perfect example where we have stupid old traditions, but we want to hold on to them. They, they, um, Mm -hmm. I think when we start to lose our old traditions is what the moment we start to lose just some of that innate. Pieces of who we are. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that applies to to parents. It applies to grandparents. It applies to kids. It applies to family members. It applies to friends. It applies to everything. You can change, and we all should change and develop, but don't give up everything that that makes... um, You get a a Christmas card in the mail that somebody took the time to sign Mm -hmm. or just give a message to, took the time to put it together, send it to your home. It's it's a symbol of the 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 mutual respect that's being transferred. Right. I understand email says the same thing, guys, but it's not the same. It's not. It's not the personal, and it's not that that high touch that we love doing. And and uh, come on down, Christmas season is upon us. You will not be disappointed. Yep. You will not. <laughs> other than other unless we don't finish it in time, but. We will. We will. I promise. Yeah, I think we will, too. So, again, we won't see you until next year. So have a safe holiday season. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, Feliz Navidad. All of the above. Um, Be happy. Be safe. Uh, Enjoy it with your family and friends. Try to find a little bit of positive and love in the world. There's a lot out there. I know it's hard Mm -hmm. some days, but uh, I trust me, it's, it's always worth. An ounce of kindness goes a long, long way. 
Agreed. Alrighty, everybody. Have a happy Friday. Happy holidays. Bye. Oh.